Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Hey, parents, I just want to give a shout out to all you listeners. We absolutely love your recent feedback and appreciate your emails and texts letting us know how you are enjoying and sharing our episodes. So thank you. Um, Thanks for, for just spreading the love. And this is just exactly what we need to grow our show. We have over 18,000 downloads. So let's just jump right into today's topic that is near and dear to my heart, navigating the teenage years. Yeah, that's right. We have been parenting a teen for four, almost five years now. It's crazy how fast it goes. I found myself saying lately, you know, give me a teenager over toddler any day. And I've heard a lot of other parents say the exact opposite too. So whether you prefer the toddler or the teenage stage, the reality is you'll experience them both. So for today, let's dive into some tips for parenting teens. Now, I'm not a big fan of labels, but I did have to chuckle when I heard a mom recently describe her three-year-old as a three-nager. It's true, there can be some similarities between toddlers and teens for sure, but I just want to encourage you to reflect on your own transition into adolescence. I mean, do you remember those days? Man, I do. Your physical, emotional, and social landscapes undergo significant changes. Your hormones are raging. Interest in romantic relationships pop up. Pressures to keep up with friends and trends and style, all of it. It can feel like a bit of a whiplash to go from those elementary years to middle and high school for sure. And it's really crazy what your brain goes through when you're entering adolescence. Although our brains continue to change throughout our lives, the adolescent years are a period of profound cognitive, as well as biological, social, and emotional transformation. Profound. At the beginning of puberty, the neurons or brain cells, they're they're gaining and losing up to 25% of their connections every week. And by the time we reach adulthood, that number drops to 10%. That means that this rapidly changing adolescent brain is especially sensitive to the social environment during this period of development. So if you feel like your teenager is particularly sensitive to like everything, it's true. Biologically, they actually are. I've also heard people say they would never want to repeat their own teenage years. It can be pretty rough, even in the best of family circumstances. So to navigate this transformative period successfully, 
fostering a close and communicative relationship with your teen is absolutely key. Now, research consistently highlights the positive impact of parent-teen relationships on various aspects of a teenager's life, making it the number one priority for parents. And again, having an almost 18-year-old, I agree wholeheartedly. Like teen girls and teen boys, they have challenges that are gender specific, but one thing remains the same. They need a close relationship with their primary caregivers. I want to emphasize that this idea of cutting the cord or letting them figure it out on their own comes with a lot of risks these days. So in this episode, we're going to explore the top 10 tips for parenting teens, focusing on building and maintaining a strong connection with your adolescent. So tip number one, open communication is key. Encourage open and honest communication. Make it clear that your teen can talk to you about anything without fear of judgment. Be a good listener, validating their feelings and their opinions. Now, this can be really tough for us, especially if our teen is discussing maybe something that we are adamantly against or have strong opinions about. But it's clear we've got to be the adult in the room and set this thermostat for this open and honest chat. One of the most common hangups for parents is this. They get upset if their teen starts using slang language or a mild curse word, and then they focus on correcting that versus leaning in and listening for the underlying message. If we cut them off every time they raise their voice or interrupt or say something that's the slightest bit offensive, what happens is we shut down communication and then guess what? They turn to their peers instead. Open and honest communication. If we look at the literal definition of those words, open means allowing access, passage, or a view through a space, not closed or blocked off. Honest means free of deceit and untruthfulness, sincere. Okay, step number two, quality time together. That's the tip. Set aside dedicated time for one-on-one activities with your teen, whether it's a movie night, a hike, or simply grabbing a cup of coffee. These shared experiences are going to help strengthen your bond. Now, it's normal to feel like you have nothing in common with your teen or very little in common with them. And you don't have to feel guilty about that. If we're honest with ourselves, this can make it difficult to want to spend quality time with them. The key here is to push past and allow your teen to choose the quality time activity within reason. Doing something you don't necessarily like or enjoy because they like it does build bonds. Guys, teens are smart. They know when we're given a little. And it matters to them that we join them where they are. 
in episode 49 of our podcast, Heather Younger gave a great example of spending time in her teen son's room and how initially she didn't think it was working to build a bond, but then quickly realized just how much it meant to him. Check out that episode. Now, quality time for my teen son means going out to eat one-on-one. I know, imagine that, a teen boy considering food to be part of any quality interaction. It's a thing. Tip number three, be available and approachable. Let your teen know that you're available to discuss their concerns or answer their questions. you got to create an environment where they feel comfortable seeking guidance from you. I know personally, it isn't always convenient to stop what you're doing and have a chat about the latest friend drama or big dreamy business idea. So for me, I like to acknowledge that my son wants to share something with me and then carve out some some time to talk about it, maybe after dinner. But the key here is to be sure to set a reminder in your calendar on your phone and actually circle back to your child when you said you were going to. We often um, open up a discussion during dinner time that lends itself to asking questions about teen issues. Again, food involved. For example, our son's taken some college classes at the local community college. And so we'll ask him about his professors, if he's met any of the other students. And then we often remind him it's been a minute since we were in college. And then we express interest in knowing what happens in his college classes these days. That's usually a great conversation opener. And allows our little ones to be able to listen and learn too. Fourth tip, establish trust. Building trust is crucial. I'm talking about mutual trust. Yes, we want to be able to trust our teens, but they also want to be able to trust us too. So we have to avoid being overly controlling and instead Empower your teen to make responsible decisions. According to neuropsychologist William Strixard and teen coach Ned Johnson, they're the authors of The Self-Driven Child, they said we need to hand the decision-making reins over to our kids. If they're ready to make certain decisions, it's our job as parents to support them in those decisions and allow them to thrive or learn from their mistakes independently. Again, this could be really difficult, especially if your child has made some big decisions in their earlier years that scared you or had some pretty big consequences to them. But here's the deal. Being overly controlling produces a rebellious child and being overly permissive produces a child that has difficulty with self-regulation and self-control. So Striking that balance where we allow them to make decisions and accept natural consequences is the key to building that foundation of trust. If you want more information on establishing trust with your teen, I do recommend you check out the book, The Self-Driven Child. It's linked in our show notes. Tip number five, 
show empathy and understanding. You've got to acknowledge the challenges and emotions your teen is facing. If you try to connect with your young teenage self, it makes it a little easier to connect with your child's feelings and to acknowledge those. Empathy and understanding can sound a little bit like this. Oh man, I understand why you'd be so upset she didn't call you back. You were really looking forward to connecting with her. I know you you were, and she let you down. You know what? I'd feel upset too. It makes sense. Guys, demonstrating empathy helps them feel understood and supported. And that fosters a deeper connection between you. All right, tip number six, set real, clear expectations. Teens love boundaries. Contrary to popular belief or your child's belief, we have to establish clear expectations for behavior, chores, and responsibilities. But it's important to be realistic in your expectations allowing your teen to meet them and build a sense of accomplishments. So for example, laundry. If you want your teen to take over doing their own laundry, set a date with them to show them how to do darks and whites and special dress clothes. Then be clear about when they will be responsible for taking over that particular chore and be available for help that first week, and then back off and let them take over. If they don't have that special shirt they wanted to wear one day, empathize with them over how it stinks to want to wear your favorite shirt, but it's dirty. And then back out and let them figure out how to change their laundry routine so that next time they can wear what they want. Clear and realistic expectations. Tip number seven, teach decision-making skills. Empower your teen with the skills to make informed decisions. Discuss the consequences of their choices, helping them develop critical thinking and problem-solving abilities. This is huge. Helping your teen be clear about what they're trying to do or what problem they want to solve will help them make better choices. Explain to your teen that tackling a problem when they are calm and can use their thinking skills, their brains online, not just their emotion, that helps them make good choices too. Help them unpack their emotions so that they can tell the difference between a feeling and a fact and then pinpoint why they feel the way they do. Huge skill. Now, we talk a lot at Families of Character about writing things down and the power of writing by hand. If you condition your kids to write about the decision they're trying to make or the problem that they are trying to solve, this helps them to objectively see the pros and cons. So instead of swirling around in their minds, they eject that problem onto paper And then they have an easier time moving toward a solution. I remember our kids wanted to fly in an airplane from Denver to Omaha when our oldest was 13 and his younger brother was just eight years old. 
So we challenged them to put together a Google slide presentation outlining their ideas and any problems they may encounter and how to solve them and the benefits of taking a trip like this without an adult. Guys, we were amazed at what they put together. Kids will rise to the occasion if you give them the opportunity. Hey there, parents. Let's take a quick pause. If you're tired of crawling into bed at night, feeling like you failed your spouse and kids, are tired of running at the speed of light and feeling like you're nagging and yelling all the time, I've got a resource for you. Designed for busy families, just like yours, our Thriving Family Accelerator was created in direct response to seeing many couples struggle with the stress and demands of parenting while constantly feeling like they're failing. The truth is, you can be wildly in love with your spouse while raising kids, and you can enjoy a relationship with your kids where you're no longer nagging and yelling. Picture this. Love and connection are abundant in your marriage. You're parenting as a united team, and you're enjoying a true friendship with your spouse where you can laugh and kick back like old times. Are you ready to accelerate connection and unity in your marriage and family? Then join us for the next Thriving Family Accelerator from the comfort of your own home. Spots will sell out soon, so click the link in our show notes to sign up or go to our website, familiesofcharacter.com and click the shop tab. Now back to the episode. Tip number eight, stay informed, but respect their boundaries. We have to be aware of our teens' friends, their interests and activities without invading their privacy. Respect their need for autonomy, but remain vigilant about their well-being. This is a big one. If you suspect your teen is going down a bad path because of the influence of one or several of their friends, it's important to address this, but be able to do so in a way that helps them see what you are noticing without just laying down the hammer and insist and just like insisting that they ditch their friends that backfires so respecting boundaries but asserting your concern may sound like this hey do you notice your mood changes when you get back from hanging out with Derek i don't know i just kind of noticed something different there seems to be a pattern here Parents, digging around in your child's journal or their diary is not going to earn you their trust. There are rare situations where you should insist your child never see a particular friend again, or you look in your child's journal or their diary. Those situations should be reserved for times when you are seriously concerned your child might, one, hurt themselves, or two, hurt someone else. In that case, yes, you do what's necessary to save your child. All right, tip number nine, model healthy relationships. Demonstrate healthy communication and conflict resolution within your own relationships, in your family. 
Your behavior serves as a powerful example for your teen as they navigate their own friendships and, if they're in one, a romantic relationship. So if you and your spouse get in an argument in front of your child, be sure to repair that interaction by saying you're sorry and asking for forgiveness. And if you're upset with a friend, don't air your frustrations behind your friend's back. Kids pick up on this and they do what you do. It's not about being perfect in relationships as a model for your kids. It's about being real and letting your kids see when you mess up and how you make up. All right, final tip, number 10, encourage independence. This is huge. Support your teen's journey toward independence. Provide opportunities for them to make choices, face challenges, and learn from their experiences. Like I said earlier, kids will rise to the occasion when you have confidence in them and give them the space to try things on their own. Remember how encouraging you were when your baby was trying to stand for the first time and how you like clapped your hands and cheered when they took their first steps? Teen years are similar. Encourage them to take steps to become a safe driver and then help them with that level of independence. Encourage them to plan a trip for the family independently. There are so many things kids are just dying to do on their own that will help them blossom when they leave the house. You've got to let them try and support them when they run into roadblocks or feel like they've failed. Gradually transitioning responsibilities prepares your teen for adulthood. And remember, we are not raising kids. We are, in fact, raising adults. Parenting teenagers is undoubtedly a demanding task. But listen, by prioritizing a close and supportive relationship, you lay the foundation for a successful transition into adulthood. Now remember, each teen is unique. You may need to adjust your approach and tailor that to their individual needs. But I think if you're following these 10 tips, you can truly foster a connection that survives and thrives throughout the teenage years. Parents, building a strong bond with your teen is an investment that pays off in their overall well-being and the strength of your family unit. Parents, you've got this. Embrace those teenage years. You'll be glad and so will your teen one day. I'm going to sign off right here, guys. This is just the beginning of the information we have for you on parenting in the middle years and the teenage years. You know, many of our other episodes have focused on earlier parenting experiences with newborns, postpartum. If you haven't checked out about tantruming, we've got episodes on that. But we're going to expand into this world of teens too, because if you have a young child at this point, 
They are going to advance in years and you're going to have a teenager. So it's important to listen to these episodes, even if you have young kids now. It will really help prepare the way uh, for your parenting later down the road. There's so much to think about with teenagers. And it's really, I want to encourage you to look forward to the teenage years if you aren't there yet. It is a beautiful time when kids can express themselves. Yeah, not perfectly, but they have words. They're starting to understand their preferences and their their um, you know relationships and and what they enjoy and what they you know decide they're against and not for. And they're really forming those bonds with you. So don't fear the teenage years. Go into those years with these 10 tips in mind that the most important thing you can do is to foster an open, honest, safe, connected relationship with your child. Guys, it has been such a joy to continue to bring you quality content that serves you as parents. And again, if any of these episodes are blessing you, please forward them on in a text message to someone. Share them on social media. And then be sure to engage with us on Instagram or Facebook in our private Facebook group. If you aren't receiving our emails yet, be sure to subscribe for our weekly email newsletter. We kind of bundle all of our information right there in that one email we send you per week. So you can go to our website at familiesofcharacter.com for all of our products and tools. That reminds me, we have an awesome cell phone and internet usage contract in our Tame the Tech bundle. So if you have a teen or a, or a young child that has electronics or devices that are connected to the internet, Go to our website, check out the Tame the Tech bundle so that you can get started today building that solid relationship, making those rules together as a family, and being in it together. Parents, you've got this. I'm in your corner, always will be. Reach out to us. Let us know how else we can bless your family and serve you. Take care and I'll catch you on another episode of the Families of Character show real soon.